Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Let me know who you'd like to hear on this program and what you think of what you're hearing so far. You can reach out to me via email, karen at karenhager.com, or find me on Instagram or Facebook where I'm Fog City Psychic. So I look forward to hearing from you. Feeling, feeling good is a foundational piece of attracting what we want into our life, right? If I feel terrible about myself and I attract things to myself from that place of feeling terrible, I'm going to attract things that make me feel more terrible. I'll see more things, feel more things that increase that me feeling terrible. So if you're wondering what might be holding you back from having more joy, living a more consciously abundant life, something that uh, wondering how you could make a bigger impact personally or professionally, today's for you. Because joy strategist Wendy Watkins is my guest today, and she's here with wisdom about consciously creating a life of more joy, more passion, more fulfillment. Are you ready to meet her? As an author, international speaker, accredited coach, mentor, and most importantly, a compassionate human being. Wendy Watkins inspires others with tools and teachings to live their definition of a best life. Over the last 20 years, Wendy's coached hundreds of small business owners to create both success and fulfillment by focusing on the foundation of joy, that place where happiness stems from the inside out. She's the author of The Joy Factor Recipe Book, a common sense approach to a delicious life. I have my very well-thumbed copy right here in front of me for the interview. And you can find out more about Wendy and her work at wendywatkins.com. Wendy, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much, Karen. It's a delight to be here. I'm glad you're here. Maybe we should start by sharing, if you don't mind, your personal definition of of joy. Because as I was sitting with all this, I was thinking about how, for me, the word joy kind of seems like some kind of peak experience that I might strive for, but never really get to. And you don't think about joy that way. No, no. Um, um, I mean, and we all have unique definitions of joy. So I appreciate you clarifying that. For me, joy is something that comes from the inside out. It's a feeling that for some people, like for me, it starts in the pit of my stomach and emanates out throughout Uh, And I learned to tap into this when I woke up to realizing that most of my joy and happiness uh, at a a different time in my life, an earlier time in my life, came from the outside in. 
And I found all kinds of happiness from, well, let's say I'll call them my sex, drugs and rock and roll years, right? Mm -hmm. It's all the things outside of ourselves. And, you know, and then I found out, you know, when the relationship ended or the party was over or, you know, whatever it was that the joy was also gone. And I was tired of being on that roller coaster. So sustainable joy is that feeling of fulfillment and satisfaction that comes from the inside out. That's how I see it. I love that way of looking at it because it's, that makes joy something that we build and something we experience, not something that we chase or something that we're missing out on. Yes, yes, definitely. What are some of the ways in that we might deprive ourselves of joy and why do we why do we do this? Now, I have been accused of being joyless, I, I have to say, by, um, by peers and by my children. So, um, <laughs> so why do we deprive ourselves of joy? What makes us do that? Well, it may not even be a conscious deprivation. You know what I mean? For a lot of people, they just are living a life by default doing what they've always done and expecting a different result. And so for some people, it's just, you know, they get into a groove and that groove then turns into a rut. And then we know when we're in a rut, it's very hard to get out of. Um, So for, I would say most people, it's not a conscious way of living. Like they're not looking for joy um, consciously or they're not, not experiencing joy consciously there are so that's one one place that could happen for some people for others their joy gets um what gets in the way of their joy could be simple things like comparison you know we live in a world where we're inundated whether it's social media the news or even just talking to some of your friends trying to keep up or look the same or have the same version of and i'm doing air quotes here karen success Mm -hmm. um can take somebody's joy away because they don't feel like they measure up so that is definitely a societal tendency that happens more and more that stops people from um that from having joy um for some people you know it could be a um uh, way they were raised, right? They didn't see joy in their household. So they don't know what that even looks like as we all kind of see things, people, qualities, characteristics that we want to be like. So we may not even have had the running start uh, to look at what joy really was um, for people in our family. That's just a few things. I mean, I can go on and on with a list of, you know, what gets in the way, why. I don't know if there's, I don't know the reason why people don't choose joy. It could be maybe that they like being the guest of honor at their pity party. (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) Well, I think there's a way of finding joy unfamiliar of fearing that an expression of joy might be too much or might be misinterpreted or might be greedy or I know. So in my work, I get to talk to lots and lots of people and hear a lot of just a lot of stories about ways people came up and the ways they think and the way their lives are changing. And, and I can see how 
we might in in a way, and I'm going to use air quotes, that we might choose to be joyless in air quotes because we're a little bit worried about what will happen, what will change if we step into that joy. Mm. And I know from reading your work that when that you believe that when we do step into joy, oh, change is a coming. Mm-hmm. Things things do change. Our lives become richer and juicier and riper and more abundant. But that might be part of why people step back from it is because if anyone ever said, sit down and be quiet, they might not feel like they have a right to be joyful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely that uh, along and partner that with having the ability to receive joy, right? Because some people have a belief that um, it may align with their spiritual or religious beliefs. And once again, it may be how they were brought up, but that, you know, you don't receive joy, you give joy, right? You serve, Mm -hmm. you give and receiving is, makes it uh, challenging for people to, to even let, you know, contentment in the door, forget about joy, you know, but even just contentment. So yeah, it, it, the struggle is real for a lot of people that are maybe even experiencing more of a fixed mindset that don't even see the possibility of having joy in their life because they've never experienced it before. But everyone's capable of it. Don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a choice. It's an absolute choice. So if there's someone listening who resonates with that idea of you better be quiet, you better keep it small, maybe joys for somebody else or go make somebody else happy and be, and, and that's where your joy comes from. How, what would you suggest for someone who might be feeling like that, feeling a little small in the joy department? How can we get started to build that delicious joy? Mm. It all starts with curiosity, Karen. You know, when we could start being curious with ourselves and noticing um, the small things that bring us delight. And from those small noticings, uh, being able to then integrate those tiny delights into our lives or into your life more consistently then you'll start to feel a different a different feeling. So I don't know if you'll go right to joy um, because, you know, there is an emotional uh, um, guidance system. It's been called by some. Uh, but what we're looking at here is having the ability, the desire to get curious with ourselves. And it does come from desire. You have to want to want the joy. Mm-hmm. Somebody can't be telling you you should be happy because that right there makes you not want to be happy and joyful. Um, It has to come from within and that place of curiosity of looking and noticing how you feel during certain experiences, paying attention and then, you know, using that. And and in the term of the, the recipe book, using that ingredient time and time again to make your life more delicious. That's when you all of a sudden start realizing, oh my gosh, I feel a little different. And wow, 
that place of joy, I was even able to accomplish more and it wasn't so hard or that that conversation that I was dreading wasn't nearly what I thought it was. Hmm. Or all of a sudden I'm even feeling healthier and that motivation to do better things for my body. But I do believe it all stems with curiosity, taking a look within ourselves and noticing what it is that um, allows us to feel that good feeling. You're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with Wendy Watkins. She is the author of The Joy Factor Recipe Book, A Common Sense Approach to a Delicious Life. And you can find out more about Wendy and all of the things she's offering at wendywatkins.com. That's W-E-N-D-Y-W-A-T-K-I-N-S, wendywatkins.com. Can joy coexist with pain, sorrow, um, confusion, uh, growth, does it, I, I see joy in this way that you're defining it as, as a thread that runs through everything in our life, no matter what else is happening. Do you feel that way? Absolutely, Karen. I'm, I'm actually living it at this very moment of extreme emotions. I am uh, living in the, in the contrast of both incredible joy and intense sadness right now Mm. and um yeah it is like um it's it's how do i say that it's gonna sound weird when i say this but it's so gorgeous and being able to be in both of those places and allowing the emotions to wash over you like a wave and knowing that it doesn't have to knock you down and but that the next wave is going to come and it may surprise you it may not be the one of sadness it may be the one of joy you think as we become more um familiar with the way that we feel and know that our emotions are like waves right that they come in they go out they come in they go out it's constant the sun goes up the sun goes down the tide goes in the tide goes out we feel happiness we feel sadness then we can be with all of it and that truly is a gift of being fully alive and it's something i think that for me, I'm learning as I age that the way I am now or the way I feel now is only the way I feel now or the mm-hmm. way I am now. Mm-hmm. That there's in every mm, in every circumstance, in every feeling, in every happening, whether that's a wave that knocked me flat on my rear end or I'm mm-hmm. up and hooray, there's joy, that it's that what is right now is only what is right now. And it's from that present moment awareness that I create the next step and the next step. And that for me, as someone, like I said, I've been accused of being joyless for someone who was raised with a smaller range of emotional expression. That's really helped me expand. I can be joyful in this moment without an expectation that this is endless, relentless joy that will never leave me. And if it leaves me, I did something wrong. I can just enjoy being happy right now. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And it's the same with the sadness. Yeah. Right. And, and allowing ourselves to have have it all um, and that it doesn't define you. It's just an emotion you are feeling um, in the moment. Uh, and that's such a rich place to be. I, I had a client many years ago that 
that when she started realizing this, that that her life was in the moment, things were happening right there. She started calling herself a momentarian, (laughs) really embraced any emotion that came her way, knowing that it was there for the moment. And for those that are more, um, I don't want to use the word advanced, Karen, but that have been practicing uh, deliberate and conscious creation, know that it is all about being in the moment. And that is where we can shorten that recovery time from the lower vibration feelings to the higher vibration feelings. Because I think the one thing that can really take our joy away is judging ourselves for where we are. And when we say an emotion is good or bad, like joy is good and sadness is bad, that is false, right? They're just emotions. They're not good or bad. Yes, you do vibrate higher when you're experiencing joy and you vibrate lower when you're experiencing sadness and you make choices from that way. You're not going to go out and launch a whole new program or product on a lower vibration. It would be you could, but it'd be a little more challenging. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. Knowing that it's there and you can grab it and to allow yourself to feel it all because you'll never feel the joy if you don't feel the sadness and hence why in our world we're hearing it's always been there but we're hearing more and more about depression and depression is depressing our emotions keeping them down if more people you know i'm not taking away from uh uh, people that have mental illness and saying oh it's just easy to you know experience it and feel it because i am someone that also lives with mental illness and i know it's not that easy however when you have the tools it becomes easier Mm -hmm. make that switch when we find ourselves back in that old habit of thought or of action or of trying to release something new when we find ourselves feeling when we're feeling stinky about ourselves and so we release something stinky into the world what can we do when we realize the stinkiness to help move us on to the next wave Oh, you know, I wish it could be as easy as just spraying some air freshener, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be, there's a million dollar idea right there. Wait a second, let me write that down. You know, and maybe for some people it could be because it really is about the power of intention on what your experience is. For some people, depending on where they are, it could be as easy as taking a room freshener and saying, I'm just spraying this stink away and stepping into a better smelling experience. Um, And so those kind of rituals and behaviors can be helpful. But if you don't have one handy like that, I I think I'm going to have to create a spray now. Come on, Karen. I do too. I'm just thinking of a whole line of product. It doesn't have to stop with the sprays, baby. We can go places, you and me. (laughs) I'm telling you. Um, You know, but but otherwise, it's... um, You know, to me, the antidote to any type of bad, quote, bad day is going to be gratitude. Mm -hmm. It's finding something to be grateful for, and that will start to shift your energy and then allow you to make the next choice. So, you know, I talk about in the Joy Factor recipe book, the different ingredients. And when it comes to uh, mental 
practice, it's going to be a gratitude practice. You know, for some people, they tap into more of an emotional practice to help them to experience more joy. So, you know, they want to feel something. So singing or dancing, putting on your favorite song could help you just snap out of it and into feeling good. Other people, you know, they want to do something more physical. So taking a walk, um, is very helpful for myself or petting my dog, which is the um, spiritual way, you know, and, and remembering the unconditional love that Eli, that's my dog has for me that I can have that for myself as well. And that starts to shift the energy for me and have me experience a joy. And those are things that anybody could do. Now, I know that you work a lot with entrepreneurs and, and with people in business, there can be a sense of Mm, chasing after a kind of success or chasing after a certain goal and feeling like you need to pretend to be a certain way before you can have people look at you or before you can be um, successful in business. And I'm guessing just from reading your work that you might guide people in a more holistic way than that. So I wondered if you could say a little bit about how in your work with entrepreneurs, how you help them tap into their creativity and their joy and do that in an authentic way. Yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a powerful place for entrepreneurs to tap into once they realize that they actually have a compass that supports them in making decisions that are going to bring them the most fulfillment. And that compass is based on their values, because our personal values, and these aren't morals or shoulds or, or what your parents believe, these are the, your values are the qualities that bring you the most fulfillment and joy in your life. And so when, you, when entrepreneurs can remember to tap into looking at their values and make decisions from that place, it's going to help them make better decisions that are more in aligned with what they desire versus what they think they should be doing or having to put on the, you know, certain uh, mask for other people. Um, those values are imperative uh, because that's the only way that they can authentically express themselves. And when entrepreneurs are not authentically expressing themselves, that's when that joy factor starts to dissipate. Right. Right. And authentic expression is such as an important part of, for all of us, entrepreneurs or not entrepreneurs, of living a, a more empowered life. Can I show up as I am imperfect and maybe messing stuff up or shining incredibly brightly, can I show up authentically and feel okay about that? Yes. And, you know, there's something, and you mentioned it earlier, Karen, about, you know, as we mature and we have more experience in the world, it does become easier to authentically express yourself. Um, and to not care so much about what other people think, because at least that's my thing. You know, I would get, yeah. I would care, you know, one hand, I don't care what other people think. And on the other hand, I care deeply what other people think, you know. So yeah. um, uh, when we can start to let go of that and know that people aren't even thinking about us, <laughs> that they're just like us, that we're thinking about <laughs> ourselves and how we could be, then it makes it easier to show up. So if there's People listening to this right now that are in your 20s, your 30s, even your 40s, 
to really believe that it doesn't, when you're you, that's what people want from you. They don't want anything else but you and to not worry about what other people think. As long as you're coming from that place of love and contribution, you know, if you're a meanie, then, you know, that's a whole different story of authentic expression. But when you're coming from your heart and you're being honest, I mean, granted, people may not agree with it or like it, but that's their own journey. If you're being authentic and true to yourself, that's where the power lies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where the good stuff is. Yes. Right there. Yes. Now, I know the, the clock has caught us here. Can you let the listeners know what they'll find on your website? You've got a lot of really good offerings there. So how can they connect with you and find out more? Yeah. When you visit the wendywatkins.com uh, site, you'll see right there on the homepage is I, I have an um, offering, an ebook, my latest ebook. I love writing ebooks because they're sweet and short and simple. And this one is around expanding time and joy in your day. Because that's the one thing I hear all the time. I don't know about you, but everybody's very busy, busy, yeah. busy, busy. Okay. And um, so this is a way to, to tap into that inner smile to increase your productivity and with very tangible tips and tools to get more done in a day and enjoy it. That's one thing you can grab. Um, there's information about Happiness Camp on there, which is an offering that is coming up later on this year. And uh, Karen, you mentioned my book, The Joy Factor Recipe Book. You could find out information about that, as well as coaching offerings and speaking opportunities for me. I love it. Wendy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. I can't believe it's already over. We gotta keep, I wish we could keep talking. I guess offline we'll go. Yeah. That's, that's I've often I keep asking for them to give me a 12-hour block and they just I don't they won't. I don't know. They're like, no, this is your show. It this is what you get. So okay. Um it's a wonderful pleasure to talk to you, Wendy. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> that mm -hmm. is Wendy Watkins. Um, you can check out that new ebook. Have a look at Happiness Camp. See what's available to you at wendywatkins.com. That's W-A-T-K-I-N-S, Watkins, wendywatkins.com. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events, find out what's coming up next on this radio program. And you can also book a private session with there, uh, over there with me if you are so inclined. Um, as an intuitive, one of the things that I can do is hold, hold your story, hold the light for you as you take a look at the path ahead. And if you are working on, on healing, on growing, on changing things in your life that may be keeping you from the most authentic expression of yourself, of your joy, of your feelings, whatever those are, and you'd like an intuitive guide with a great big flashlight, that's me. And that's all at karenhager.com. can also find me on Facebook and Instagram where I'm Fog City Psychic over there. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.